1212. <laughs> it's been a week without the world hearing my voice. And I'm back. I'd been away traveling, uh, business and stuff. So I'm back on these airwaves. Don't cozy up in this ish. <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Don Cozy Podcast coming to you live from Africa, the motherland, Zimbabwe, Africa. Anything, guys. BYO, City of Kings. I want to welcome you to a special episode because I think uh, I'm grounded now to give you the best and hopefully you enjoy this episode. So first, let's get into it. Like, I want to start off by saying that this week was so English, in quotes. A lot of British things happened this week. Um, The most tragic thing which happened this week is the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, uh, she passed away in uh, Scotland at the age of 96, and she has been reigning for 70 years. She passed away on Thursday, the 8th of September, 2022. So she has been reigning for, for the past 70 years. I think our, some of our parents are younger than her, obviously, and our grandparents failed <laughs> to live to see her, her death, obviously, because, hey, guys, that's the queen we're in Africa, but it's a story for another day. So condolences to the British monarch. I know I'm going to get backlash for this, but I think in Shona they say, Wafawanaka, it means that uh, you've died proper or died properly because when you've died, all your sins and all your shortcomings are take they they take a back seat, right? So Queen Elizabeth's death is going to be very. In, I think for the next month, we're going to have a lot of opinions coming through from people about her reign, colonization, holocausts, wars, just a lot of killings and a lot of bad dealings, you know. So with that being said, it's going to be a topic for another day, like I said. I'm not going to cover it on this episode of the podcast. But um, with respects to the Queen, condolences to her and her family, and we hope to see in the next coming two weeks uh, a smooth transition of power from the queen to the king because her son, Prince Charles, is going to be the king. Already he is the king, right, according to their tradition. So shout out to them. I don't even know why I'm shouting out, but condolences to them and the British people, the people of Britain, the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. Uh, the reason why I'm also, secondly, the reason why I'm also saying this week was a very English week, it's because before the passing of the Queen, she met 
the new Prime Minister of England, Liz Strauss, right? Yes, you heard it. The new Prime Minister, Liz Strauss, met the Queen on Tuesday. And this was the first time the Queen had appeared on national TV in a month, right? And people could see that the Queen's health was deteriorating. But Liz Strauss is the Liz Truss is the new Prime Minister of England. She's the third female uh, coming out after Theresa May, and she's preceding Theresa May, and Theresa May preceded um, Margaret Thatcher from the eighties. Then Theresa May in the late twenty tens, and now in the early 2020s, we're having Liz Truss. And how big of an event it is that you meet the Queen on Tuesday and you are handling the announcement on, of her death two days later. Um, it's something which is very big and massive. And I think... In her reign or in her tenure as Prime Minister, this will have, have to go down as the biggest announcement or the biggest thing that she has to carry out as the Prime Minister of Britain, right? Uh, and thirdly, I want to talk about another English uh, type of uh, week we had. <laughs> and I know this one's going to agitate a lot of people because... This one's closer to home. Tony Blair, the former British president or prime minister, shook hands with the current president of Zimbabwe, President Emerson Nangagwa in Rwanda. Uh, if you guys don't know how big this handshake was, it's, it's we can liken this handshake to the Obama Cuba handshake, which happened in in the Obama administration, because relations were sour and frosty between England and Zimbabwe. But since um, Nangago came into power in 2017 and has been pushing for uh, re-engagement and he's open for business policy, it's something to be highlighted it's something where we can clap hands for. However, we also see it as a thawing of relations between London and Harare. Hey, I'm sounding like a journalist now. Huh? London and Harare, uh, Harare's relationships have been frosty since the early 2000s. And a lot of people who lived through that time, uh, me included, we know that the UK imposed sanctions when they uh, reneged on their deal, the Lancaster House uh, land reform deal signed with the Margaret Thatcher administration and the incoming um, black majority uh, rule, which was spearheaded by Robert Mugabe and Dr. Joshua Nkomo in the 70s. But then now they reneged on that agreement in the late 90s. And subsequently, Zimbabwe 
um, withdrew their participation from the Commonwealth because one of sanctions, two because of the dispute of land reform, and Tony Blair being chief among the people who were pushing for the the um, the stopping of the disbursement of funds for willing buyer, willing seller, and funds coming back to Zimbabwe where people had to be paid and reallocated or resettled back to the fertile lands. It's a, it's a highly political thing. It's a highly political statement, and we shouldn't take it lightly. I feel as if right now, with everything that's happening in the world, we're getting to see that there is a change. Uh, not to get all biblical and stuff, but when a king or a queen passes, there's a change of God. That's the first thing. A change of God. There's a change of winds, in quotes. And there's a change, just a change in everything, right? And I would like to take this moment and try and educate and try and highlight something. I think as a society right now, we should em embrace ourselves for anything that's going to happen, right? after this burial because we do not know how this monarch will handle the passing of the queen. That's the first thing. Uh, we do not know how heads of state and countries who are not associated with the Commonwealth will react to the king. Right now, Australia had been pushing to be a republic state an independent state. Uh, they can take a feather out of our hat, out of the Zimbabwean hat, because Zimbabwe has been out of the Commonwealth since 2003, so it's been 19 years. Um, so a lot of people want, a lot of countries want to be independent because, mind you, 14 countries are under the rule of the monarch. Australia and Canada included, and then your Caribbean countries and other small islands. So with the passing of the Queen, some people will want to take advantage of that because you should know that once a country is in the Commonwealth, whatever they mine, they farm, whatever proceeds come from that country, a certain percentage goes to the monarch. So once you're independent and sovereign, like our leader, former leader Robert Mugabe used to like to say, you cater for your own people. Whatever you mine, whatever you farm, whatever proceeds come from your land, they are going to be absorbed by the citizens. And you don't, you don't have to pay some sort of tribute to the queen or to the king right now, right? Because the queen has passed. So we'll get to see how this week goes. Today is a Friday. And we'll get to see how, obviously, right now, there are going to be a lot of documentaries. There are going to be a lot of happenings. And just notice the shift in the air. Just notice the shift which is going to happen as we... Uh, are going to get to the burial date. And the official inauguration of, of the king, King Charles, will happen next year, 
just a year after the burial. And we'll get to see what's going to happen. There are going to be bank holidays in the in the UK where the stock exchange will close and business for that day will shut down. So um, I was having a discussion with my manager um, in the afternoon and we went in depth of how an institute like the London Stock Exchange can affect things like inflation, recession, and the everyday economies around the world just because of this um, funeral. So just be alert. Let's be conscious of what's happening around us. Let's see what's happening. Let's absorb what's happening. And let us keep our eyes wide open. And finally, man, you lost. My team Chelsea lost. Leave up. <laughs> Shout out to Liverpool for losing, man. Shout out to Liverpool for losing, man. Man. They lost money. They thought they were clever. So to all my Liverpool supporters and friends, I, I don't think you guys are going to recover soon because your team is just whack. At least uh, Chelsea has got a new coach. Arsenal, mm, yeah. I, I, we don't care about us now. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. New music. There's going to be Bryson Tiller is releasing a, a, a single. And Fire Emoji remix came out. And this week we saw um, just a lot of things happening. Shout out to DJ Maporisa and Usani Mali. Hey, that song is dope, eh? Because I had already ruled out Mama Piano and say it was flatlining. So shout out to TJ Mapoys. I think he's one of the most authentic producers right now and composers of music. And I say this, Gabza and Mapoisa make a good duo, but I feel like DJ Mapoisa is the most melodic producer we have had in the past decade and going into another decade is going to be very influential and every song he touches is a motherfucking hit you know that's a dawn right there so i'm gonna close this episode and i'm gonna give you another episode either on saturday or monday and with that being said everything is just cozy enjoy your weekend Keep safe and let's get this money.